Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag Utah Jazz. It's always a team award. In our days, we love to individualize success of a team sport, which basketball is a team sport, so obviously the headlines and all that, it's always about individuals, but no one wins on his own. And it's the same within the world. You know, no one can play defense on his own. And, you know, like I said, I'm really grateful to have an amazing group of guys, an amazing coaching staff and organization that trusts me every night and believes in me. And, and they put their faith in me to, to hold it down and, and, and do what I have to do. And, uh, and I have to put my faith in them, you know, because I can't do it alone, and it's been amazing. That's Rudy Gobert after he wins the Defensive Player of the Year Award, his third Defensive Player of the Year Award. That's the Depoy. The Depoy is all Rudy's. <laughs> they got the balloons downstairs coming into the arena in the back. You people don't get to go where we go, so we'll just have to, you have to rely on us because we got great. security cards. Let us tell you about the balloons. I just did. <laughs> There's the insight. <laughs> I put a video out of it. Oh, it's well, go to Hatch's Instagram or wherever he put it, and you can uh, see it there. It's on Twitter. uh, Twitter, and away you go. The nice colored balloons of, like, uh, yellow and gray, and they got it all decked out. And it's Depoy above the uh, security entrance. Gold letters right there. The old Depoy. And, yeah, he's right. You don't do it alone. Great thing about alone is all that money you make is funneled right to your account and nobody else's. All right. <laughs> that's the individual part of it. Yes. <laughs> that's the beautiful part of it, really. But obviously he deserves it, man. He and, and you know, we had Pace on a couple weeks ago and he was talking about how he thought Draymond Green should get it. And I agree with him because he was watching the Warriors every game because of his kid. We mm-hmm. watch the Jazz every game because of work. And it's clear that I would have voted for Gobert as Depoy because this is an award that shows up to an agree to a degree, but largely is not box scorable. And but you see it in your eyes. Or through you through my eyes. Thank you. And, that was well tied together there. And nice. when we watch Gobert game after game after game, it's overwhelming. And I'm sure as, as Pace watched Draymond Green, because he watched them play so much, he thought the same thing. And we think the same thing Okay, so that Rudy. explains how, as they spread the votes out, how people in Northern California or in Utah or, you know, for Ben Simmons in Philly, how yeah. those voters vote locally or regionally. Yes. But it's a national award. And so I think you go to the record. Right. So then you go to Texas and Florida. What are those people you go, think? You go to the record the of team. the team. Yeah. Best because they didn't best get, team, like they MVP. Did, well, they didn't get anywhere near MVP. They didn't get any, well, it's third, I guess, for coach, but third models was like they're coming in third in recruiting. You know, what do you do? So maybe I, on a second transfer, you got a shot. Uh, so I think they just refer, look at the record of the team. Somebody's got to be doing something over there, out there in no man's land. And I can't Those really justify deep- Mitchell. He missed 17 games or what have you. And, and Twin, they're thought to be good. So they exceeded expectations, but not to the degree of Monty Williams and Thibodeau. Well, defensive player, boom, yeah, that's easy. We got to give him something, but we're not giving him everything. (laughs) So Quinn doesn't get to win, and they get sixth man of the year and defensive player of the year. Right. And those are two, they're they're national awards. Rudy gets 84 out of 100 first place votes. Ben Simmons got 15, Bam Adebayo got one, Draymond Green got none. Well, Pace doesn't have a vote? Nope. Oh. Nope, well, he, he doesn't. He would. Knows, it, Draymond would have given it. The guy knows who. Yeah. He would have given it to Draymond. But, uh, yeah, absolutely. The guy knows who, man. I'd give him an award. They should, they actually, I wonder if they should do that and have... But you got to have the former players who are into it. Some of them may not be as life goes on. Yes. You, know, you just got to pay attention. Right. And, and he is because his right. kid's right. in the league. Right. So he has an educated opinion because right. he's watching him so much. And I get where he would think that. Just like we think Rudy should be the depoy. And he is. What's his third time, they said? It's the third time in four years he's oh. gotten it. Well, and the only way he's not going to get it is voter fatigue. He's not going to get any worse next year. Which is why Giannis got it last year. Voter fatigue. Yeah. Don't give him the three-peat. 
Right. Although Dwight Howard got a three-peat. <laughs> Why can't I have a three-peat? Dwight got one. The most anybody's won it, because you're right about the fatigue, and he's getting right up against that. Dikembe Mutombo has won it four times, and Ben Wallace won it four times. And But it's an award that's only been given since the early 80s also. So it's, oh, not, really? it's not an award oh, okay. that goes back to... Uh, to Will well, or Russell to Bill Russell, right? Won it exactly. All the time, yeah, yeah. Except for the voter fatigue, when Will would have won it. Sidney Moncrief was the first one to win it, 82-83. Sidney Moncrief, yeah, that's when they started it out. Jersey's talking about Sidney Moncrief when he had that Milwaukee connection. Yeah. All right, DJ and PK. There's the Defensive Player of the Year news. Of course, there's also the game, the Jazz. Up 1-0. Can they make it 2-0 tonight against the Clippers at home? Clippers, of course, were down 2-0 in the last round and rallied to win it. So, Well, they got to, man. Phoenix, we'll get to that. Got to keep pace. DJ and PK. It's a must win. <laughs> Hashtag NBA. Jokic drops the ball back to Porter. Porter at three-point range on the left side. Pass is stolen by Booker. They were trying to go to Jokic. Booker down. Wimble! Ball spreads out the Suns' offense. Now starts to move inside. Now wants to shoot a three. Shazam! CP for three. We had a lot of guys play really bad tonight. And then we allowed the, the impact of not making a shot to affect the other end. And it was really, I mean, playoff basketball. Can you sit down and guard one-on-one? This was just an embarrassing performance uh, all the way around from top to bottom. Mike Malone. Michael! Michael Malone. How freaking dare you? Mikey Malone. (laughs) You idiot. M Malone. Mike Malone. He won't even tolerate that. Michael. All right, win. They didn't. All Phoenix. 123.98. Well, he said what I've said for, well, what coaches have told me. It's not like I have any big insight. I just go with what they told me. And he, Steve Cleveland has har- harped on that for, with me for years on you don't have energy defensively if you suck offensively. And he just said that. And that's something that I firmly believe. You get fired up. The shot of adrenaline or whatever it is just runs through you when you're shooting well. And then on the other end, Shooting, I really believe it's like hitting a baseball. It becomes contagious. And guys, if you're shooting and we're getting a 10-point lead and then it's 15-point lead, I come down, I got all sorts of confidence now. And, boy, they really, really put it on them since the second half of uh, the other night, game one, and then they're all four quarters here. And Chris Paul, he's got like 25 assists. No, twenty. I think it's 29 assists and one turnover in this series, something like that. Yeah, he's healthy again. Jeez, Majerus used to talk about two to one ratio. This is twenty nine to one. It's unbelievable. At thirty six years of age, I really admire him because in order to play at that level at thirty six, it's got to be a day to day commitment in everything that you're doing to be able to get yourself prepared enough to play at that level. It's it's inspiring to me to see the commitment that he must have. It's clear whatever that Phoenix training staff is doing that he just feels totally different. He finished the Lakers series in the last three games. He was one for nine from three. In the last two games in the Lakers series, he shot 33% in both in each of those last two games. And now you look at him, and I mean his stat line is back to all-star level. And everything about it is great. And he's not afraid to shoot the three, and he's got the strength in the arm to do it. He's not hoisting it up there or just passing on threes altogether as he did for a while. So she's back, coming baby. up from Phoenix today, and she texted me last night after the game, I'm bringing the popcorn, man, because we're going to be watching basketball. All right. He's way in it. And that the voice you heard, Al McCoy. Al McCoy was born in 1933. He's 88 years old. And his trademark is? Well, he's got a whole bunch of them. Heartbreak Hotel. Shazam! That's the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Uh, But he's had a few over the years. Uh, So those of you who want to get rid of Locke, you've got got almost 40 years to go. (laughs) Because Al literally is 88 years old. He turned 88 at the end of April. And I saw a story in the Republic that he's not looking to... uh, to shut it down, figuring he did it all those years. They sucked. They figured Chris Paul comes back, 
Uh, it should be good enough uh, again next year. And this is his 49th season. He's literally the only announcer I've ever heard announce Suns games. Got to go 50. He might as he, well. He's not doing any partial schedules the way Vince Kelly did. Oh, he is? Okay. He, he, he travels now, but he didn't. He hasn't done road games. So, yes. Okay. So, when you say he travels now, you mean in the playoffs? Yeah. Okay. Although, he, I don't think he did road games, even though they didn't travel this year. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Tonight, Nets-Bucks game three. Brooklyn has just dominated the Bucks. They are up 2-0. Uh, an embarrassing 49-point blowout. We don't see how the Bucks are coming back to win this series. Are they going to put up a fight and win a game? Are they going to get swept? That game is at 5.30 on ESPN, and then it's followed by the Jazz and the Clippers at 8. Although, if you were watching the clock Tuesday night, that really meant like 8.22, when they really finally got going. Pacers, add them to the list of teams looking for coaches. The Blazers need a coach. I never learned how to pronounce that guy's last name. Right? Nate Bjorkren. Because he's not going to be here. He's out one season. They went 34 and 38. So we got four now. Orlando, Boston, Indiana, and Portland are all open. Miami Heat president Pat Riley fined 25000 by the NBA for violating the league's anti-tampering rule. Riley was fined for comments made during a June 4 radio interview regarding LeBron James saying, I would leave the key under the doormat if he would call me and let me know that he's coming. I would do that, but I doubt very much that key. That key's rusted now. LeBron, look, he's one of the greatest of all time. And for four years down here, we want to go back and remember that what those four years were like. It was four years in the final, four years of excitement, two world championships. It was the best time for the Heat. So I wish him nothing but the best. If you ever want to come back, I'll put a shiny new key under the mat. That's pretty weak to find him on that one. Yep. That's like no kidding, no bleep. <laughs> Captain Obvious. But yeah. that ship has sailed. But uh, they are really sensitive now because... Every team would say that. Yes. If he wants to come here, we'd love to have him. And but I he's wonder, not coming here. And I wonder if they would find him if it were some other team in some other city that well, you have he to. hasn't been to or hasn't gone you to. You have to if you're going to do it. Yeah. You should. I mean, you have to. I don't know. If you're going to be I, consistent. I have my sister ask Adam Silver because he was in Phoenix last night. Although they showed him in the stands, he didn't have a freaking mask on. What the hell is this world coming to? Listen to Tony F., man. you got to have it. DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I got a great relationship with Deshaun. I've been talking to him the last couple weeks, man. And all he's been telling me is like, look, Jack, just tell him, like, like he like, that's why I want to be. He, he like, man, listen, that's why. I, he like, I want to be in Denver. Kareem Jackson saying Deshaun Watson wants to be a Bronco. Houston going to trade him. No, he like What's he want to be in Denver. What more needs to be said? He like he want to be in Denver. Going to pull a Peyton Manning kind of deal here? Can't draft a quarterback, so trade for someone we all know is elite. When's he going to get on the field? I mean, all this other stuff that's I don't know. out there. It's an excellent question. Does Denver want to touch that? Which brings up the question. Is he that elite? Which brings up the question, well, what would the price be? And Houston's going to want you to send them draft picks like there's no issues off the field. And Denver's like, yeah, we'll give you a conditional. They're like, everybody's picks. like. Like, yeah, I got it. You got to speak the language of the NFL, dude. They're like. Like. And then he's all, and I'm like. all. And then like. He like. like. I mean, he like. He like Denver. He like want to be in Denver. Jordan Love. Asked if he'll be ready if the stalemate between the Packer franchise and star quarterback Aaron Rodgers continues. I ready. A hundred percent. I am like ready. I ready. Obviously. This like is I ready. Where I'm getting a lot of extremely valuable reps that I might not have been getting in a normal circumstance. So I'm just going to take it day by day. I was drafted here to play quarterback, so I'll definitely be ready week one. Way to go. No reason to weigh in the middle of that. Just be ready. Do your thing. You got a lot of teammates who are friends with Aaron Rodgers. And he well, might I hope Shalane keeps him occupied. Niners have canceled the rest of their offseason workouts after multiple injuries hit the team this week. Niners lost 161 games to injuries last year, the second most wow. of any team in the past 16. 20 years. That's a lot. 
DJ and PK. I'll tell you right now, Stockton Malone played for 49ers. They, they wouldn't, wouldn't have missed miss that game. That's right. Tape it up, guys. <laughs> Let's go. Hashtag Major League Baseball. I think that the biggest concern is that Major League Baseball manipulates the baseballs year in and year out, depending on the free agency class or guys being in an advanced part of their arbitration. So I do think that's a big issue. The ball being different every single year. Here's the pitch. Line drive, left center, base hit. Here comes Lowe. Here comes the throw to the plate. Not in time. The Brock star. Brock Holt has won it for the Rangers as the Rangers have walked off the Giants in 11 innings by the score of four to three. Swung on, line left field, pretty deep, going back already, he looks up, it is gone! It's a walk-off home run! The first homer in the career of Luke Williams! That's the Phillies beating the Braves right there. Luke Williams, first major league homer, is a game winner. Phillies beat the Braves two to one. For that year, the Rangers beating the Giants. Padres lost to the Cubs, and Justin Turner, who says you can't do it all by yourself and you need a whole team, PK? Justin Turner hits two solo homers, and the Dodgers beat the Pirates 2-1. to one. Well, you need pitching, though, because it, like if their pitching wasn't good, mm-hmm. so those two home runs, they wouldn't have mounted much if they got battered. So I don't know that you can do it alone, um, even in baseball. I mean, I get your point, but I don't think you really thought that through. Dodgers move into second place in the National League West. Giants still in the lead. And Arizona, 19 straight road losses. Blanked by Oakland for zip. Yeah, Bruce Bochy's packing right now. Bruce is like, win a road game. I'm not going to come in and triage the rest of this mess. No, it will be next year. No need to bring him now. Right. Salt Lake Bees open a six-game series against the Albuquerque Isotopes tonight at Smith's Ballpark. First pitch set for 6.30. You can listen to the game right here on The Zone. And at the top of that, you heard Pete Alonso, first baseman for the Mets, disagreeing with baseball's crackdown on pitcher-friendly foreign substances and says the larger issue is the manipulation of baseballs. You buying it? Well, also, too, he was talking about how uh, I don't know if I want him regulated because I don't know if I want somebody throwing 98 who has no control. That loses the control and goes right yeah. in the head. And so that was an interesting take by a hitter because you would think that they would want it because it becomes easier to hit. But he was saying that it might be dangerous. But I think there's been some manipulation with the baseball because baseball is a sport. And so I thought Locke should always be a baseball announcer because he's so into the numbers. And I think that baseball... Has more one-on-one battles, so the numbers are more true. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, every pitch has an analytical concept to it. Literally yes. every single pitch. Right. Uh, and so, uh, you just need to look at numbers. Baseball, you want to know the story, you can look... The numbers tell virtually everything. And when little dudes are hitting 50 home runs, well, oh, something's up. <laughs> And when the, um, uh, who's the guy, Roger Maris's record is being shattered by seven guys when it hadn't been touched for 40-some, 50 years. Sums up. Yeah, so it, it, doesn't, it doesn't take a genius to see that they mess around with that thing there. Uh, the background on Alonzo is that he hit 53 homers as a rookie in 2019. Yeah. He hit 16 in 57 games last year, and now he's got 10. He's been hurt. He's been hurt too. He hasn't been in the lineup every day, so there's been an injury issue. I don't remember how many games he's been out, but I know he hasn't been playing. Think he's the only conspiracy theory theorist, or he's just the one who's willing to say it into a microphone? I'm oh, thinking no, he's been just the plenty one. of guys who've been sent. Josh Donaldson called out Garrett Cole last night, and then the Twins faced the Yankees. And, and Cole got him twice. And and there was thought that uh, what was going to happen. They were talking. I like to watch MLB in the afternoon. Uh, their studio shows because they hit all that stuff and I'm interested in it and he was talking they were talking about well is Cole going to chin music him or you know, what's going to go on there and so uh, yeah I think plenty of folks have spoken about it and, and the Dodgers with uh, Bauer uh, they think uh, there's been reports of that that's his, a lot of his success is tied to that type of stuff and so how's it going to be when it isn't that way because I think they're going to crack down and get rid of it or at least uh, modify it or monitor it way more. The threat of penalty is going to be there. What is Trending brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There's no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. 
Coming up at 8.30, Craig Bowlerjack, TV voice of the Utah Jazz. 9 o'clock, Dan Feldman covers the NBA for NBC Sports. Pro Basketball Talk. And next, your reaction to Rudy, the depoy. Defensive Player of the Year for the third time. Are the Jazz finally getting the national respect they deserve? Or you want more? This is just the tip of the iceberg. And there ought to be a lot more. And we'll get to that next. Stay with us. It was a night to remember at a packed Vivint Arena. My goodness gracious, Donovan! As the Utah Jazz picked up an emotional Game 1 victory. Round 2 between the Jazz and Clippers continues Thursday at 8 with the Jazz Live pregame show beginning at 7 on your exclusive home of the Utah Jazz. 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Hot Texture Toast is brought to you by Jerry Seiner Cadillac. Cadillac owners may have changed, but luxury is not. Come see the bold new lineup of Cadillac at Jerry Seiner Cadillac today. When? Today. Boy. Rudy Gobert is the defensive player of the year for the third time in his career, for the third time in four years. Are you now satisfied with the national love the Jazz are getting? I can tell you without hesitation, a complete and total 100% fact, he doesn't win that award without blocking Morris's shot the other night. That's not true, and you know it. He blocked his shot to win the game. If that doesn't leave a lasting impression, I don't know what does. It's a regular season award. The voting was already done. Oh. Travis Harrison says the personal awards are nice, but how about the team award? An NBA title. The chip? That's what he wants. That's the national love you're looking for. Everyone talking about you as the champions. The champions, well. Obviously, a team award, that's the ultimate goal from the team perspective. That's the ultimate goal. Everything else is hors d'oeuvres. That's the main course. But there's individual awards along the way. Like, would you, I, I wonder if you would ask somebody, and they have to be 100% true. They can't lie whatsoever. Would you rather win a singular NBA title or whatever title, World Series, Super Bowl, uh, whatever cup you folks got in your sport there, uh, or go into the Hall of Fame? Ooh. I think you want to win the title. Ooh, as you just said. But I say it for a different reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, does Barkley look comfortable when everybody's giving him... Oh, it's giving just him- Shaq. Oh, it's been other people. I don't think Kenny Smith gives it to him to the Not level anymore, Shaq. because Shaq does. And but Shaq, he has given yeah, it to him before. Great, Shaq. You had Dwayne Wade and Kobe, and you were 400 pounds bigger than everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, I think part of the deal with Barkley is he's outspoken. I don't think people are running up to letter carrier. Hey, you didn't win. Ha, ha, yeah. ha. Going after. Barkley puts himself out there. He does. And but people aren't going up to Stockton and Malone and Reggie right. Miller and Patrick Ewing. Enlighten Steve them up. Nash. Steve Nash. Yeah, that's a good one. Steve Nash, right? Mm-hmm. Allen Iverson. I mean, those are all great players. Hall of Fame players in their own rights. I just think Don't that you think there's just a overstated. little bit of you wish you'd gotten it? Sure. Yeah, I think there's a lot of it. Okay, well then doesn't that answer the question? No. It's two different things. So who are the players who have championships but aren't in the Hall? And oh, like, there's a million I'd of them. i trade these championships for the Hall. Well, I don't know that they had a shot, though. Despite Rudy T's speech and endorsement of Robert Ory, he was a role player. Right. Role, the Hall of Fame isn't for role players. It is not. If you want to have a wing, the greatest role players, I mean, he hit the big shots, given credit, he made the shots, right. no doubt about it, but they're not, but they, he wasn't, you're going to take he wasn't carrying the over, over letter carrier? He doesn't make any sense. He wasn't carrying the load quarter after quarter, game after game, week after week. It's a hard thing to do. I think that you, what you would need to ask, who you would need to ask is somebody like Jim Kelly, who was there four friggin' times. And came up short. A kicker, a little wide, 
and somehow Jim Kelly is viewed as well. You didn't you win, win the Super big Bowl. one. Yeah. You didn't win the big one. A friend of mine who lived in Virginia now lives in St. George. His neighbor was Scott Norwood, the kicker. Ever talked to him about it? Or it was just off limits? No, no. <laughs> it's off limits. I mean, talk to him about football. Yeah, NFL, but and not all that. that game or not that kick. No. And my friend wasn't a huge sports fan, still isn't, but obviously knew of the situation. So what would Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas say? Because they're the Hall of Famers. Because Elway got it late and he made a pretty big deal. It felt like it completed his career. And he was, yeah, going, but, to, he was it, going to the Hall if he hadn't gotten it. But he's not. that's something that lasts forever. The Hall doesn't come up for five years later. You can't, you can't say it in the moment. Of course you're going to just revel and roll around like the pig in mud in the moment. But it's something that cannot really be answered until later. You can't answer it in the moment. Obviously, that's your goal in the moment is to win it. But can Stockton go to bed at night and say, man, I wish I would have done this or this or this? No. He's the, he did everything he possibly could. And it's a team game. Whereas th- this thing here is a complete and total individual. You were one of the greatest, one of the relatively handful, metaphorically speaking, of all time. You were. And as Rudy says, winning a depoy is a whole bunch of people that have to help you. Same thing with winning the ship. So I think individually, the Hall of Fame that's the pinnacle. That's the pinnacle of an individual award, certainly, because it is based Without on question. you. Yes. Uh, and even I know you all had John had the assist, so somebody had to make the baskets. I, I understand that. But he had Hall of Fame ability if he played the two guard and shot a bunch and didn't have near as many assists and had way more points. He was going to go. He was just that good. Jazz getting enough national love now. Jason says they should have had the coach of the year also. But oh well. I disagree on the coach of the year. And Jeff says, well, if Jerry couldn't get it, I don't think a jazz coach ever will. He could have gotten it. He didn't <laughs> get it, but he could have gotten it. It's just that they were so good for so long. The you consistency you didn't want Jerry you. Sloan to win the coach of the year. Because that means you had to suck. Yeah, and people didn't think that much of you. Well, everybody thought so much of Jerry Sloan, which is why he's in the Hall of Fame. That Whereas he nobody, was never in position yeah. to win it. Nobody thought anything of the Knicks for 20 years. so Right, Tibbs right. Keep, so they had to suck for right. so long. The Tibbs gets it for finishing fourth in the East. Yeah, and good for him. Fine. I would have given it to Monty Williams myself, but I have the West Coast bias. So uh, that, that's what we're talking about. When you see something and you're more akin to it, you're you're more familiar with it, you probably are going to... May maybe overstated. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but you're going to have the preference or bias toward it. And so, like, I have a complete and total bias towards Rudy Gobert with the depoy. In my mind, there was no question because I'm watching him every game. You know, eighty plus games this year or every year or whatever it might be. So uh, I I don't want Quinn Snyder to be in the position now. I'm Quinn Snyder. Forget it. If he wasn't going to get it this year, he's not going to get it. Because the expectation, even if they go out in this round, expectation next year is going to be pretty high. There's not going to be any way to have a 20-game improvement. Right. So right now, I would look at uh, whoever the Portland or the Boston coach is going to be. <laughs> they, they're the front runners, and I don't even know who they are for coaches. Because Orlando's impossible. Orlando well, yeah, can't possibly two, turn it around. Too, too big of a job. To, and maybe Indiana, because Indiana thought it was going to be a playoff team. And they were a play-in team, if I remember correctly, not a playoff team. Uh, so right now, those jobs aren't even filled, but they've got good players. They've got all each of those three teams that I just mentioned have all-star players. And they're close enough to make a jump. Yeah. So I would put those unnamed coaches have a better chance of winning Coach of the Year next year than Quinn Snyder does, which uh, on, on its own level seems preposterous. But the Coach of the Year is who exceeded the most. And... At least for me, the Jazz didn't exceed the most because I thought they could finish second, and they finished first. And next year they'll be picked very high again. All I can figure, because 
you know, Monty got to second in the West, which is tougher than the East. And he got to second, not fourth, and he did it in a tougher conference. I just think he got hurt by Chris Paul. Chris Paul gets a lot of the credit, as he but should. But yet he finished fifth in the MVP. Not enough credit to win the MVP, but he gets a lot of credit for Phoenix's turnaround. And he should, yeah, but they all should. I mean, Booker, Aiden was better. Everyone was better. Bridges, their role players were better. Top to bottom. That's why Monty Williams, as I understand it, had the Laker job that he turned down and went to Phoenix. Right now, looking like a pretty smart move because they've got a collection of players that are better than the Lakers. They may not have the top end, but their collection. And so I still think he, he, he should have gotten it. I think that, as you say, it was harder in the West. I don't think the Knicks finished fourth in the West. But, you know, there's probably some type of bias there with... I don't know who the voters are and how many of them are in the East. I know when I used to do, uh, I don't do it anymore, uh, but I did top 25 AP in football and basketball. I used to slight or favor teams in the West. When in doubt, pick the West team. Yeah, because I figured guys back there are doing the same thing. And ladies, whoever that might be voting, they would, you you have it. I always believe anybody who says I have no bias, I don't believe them. Everyone has it. Doesn't necessarily mean bias means it's bad. It's not. I'm. We don't. I don't associate bias with prejudice all the time. So it's not necessarily bad. It's just what you're more inclined to think of. And so I figured I you're would watching favor. the you're watching the Mountain West and the Pac-10, and so you're going to yeah. vote for Mountain West and Pac-10 teams. Yes. When in doubt, I mean, you know. Right. I mean, I wouldn't be preposterous about right. it, but I always thought you, that I, if there was an edge, I'd go that way. Well, I don't know who was big in whatever you were voting, but now you wouldn't be screwing over Alabama. Alabama, 17th. Right. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, that, that would be the case. I, and I, The only, only award thing that I've kept all these years is the wooden one. I don't do anything else. Jerry says this award is awesome for Rudy, but we all know the Jazz won't get the respect they deserve until they're raising the L.O.B. trophy. Just win! Exclamation point. That's a Larry O'Brien trophy. That's exactly what he's referencing. Well, that's the ultimate goal as every team. There's no doubt about that. I don't think there's any question uh, that uh, where we go with that. that that's, that's, and then, uh, that's Rudy's goal, too. Obviously, he's he's openly talked about it. Why can't we do it here? I want to do it here. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, so that is the ultimate team goal. Uh, I think that the, the, this, is, this is a sign of national respect, though. Got two of the individual awards. Yeah. People are paying attention. And with Donovan Mitchell... The MVP could be somewhere down the road. As a, a, a gathering talking point now, when you put up 45 in the second round, there's no bubble, there's no this, there's no that. Uh, it was just impressive. That's what it was. It, absolutely. That's exclusively what it was. So that is really, really super cool about The team that. was down, so you went on a tear and got him back in the game. Yeah, and people are talking about him. And by extension, you're going to have to talk about his team. So I believe they don't have to win the title this year to get a lot of pub- positive publicity. Because uh, the, the good thing about it is if you lose this second round, you know, that's the worst thing is to lose it. But it looks like it's going to be unlike the other second round appearances where you were swept and won one game. You're sort of dismissed at that point. You're dismissed. If they were to lose in five now, which is the only way they could lose it, obviously, they would be dismissed as a serious contender. Whereas, oh, really? Yeah. If they lost uh, in five? If the Clippers now sweep them four in a row. The Jazz would be dismissed as any form of serious contender. Oh, you're saying the Jazz would be dismissed? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. I thought you meant they wouldn't. Yes, they no. would be dismissed. Yeah, no. if they lose four in a row now. I was people, surprised you were going to argue oh, with no, no, that. No, no, sorry. I heard <laughs> it wrong, whatever. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. If they wrong. lose four in a row right now, <laughs> yeah. Shaq will be out there. See? Everybody will be. Right, yeah. Yeah. Everyone and their dog. No, they got to... They'll be dismissed. That's a fraud. Whereas if it goes six or seven, I don't necessarily think they'll be dismissed. 
And if those, if the we'll games, see are, what it looks like. Yeah. Right. If they're intense, if it was anything like the other night, and we have five or six more of those, well, somebody's got to win, somebody's got to lose. This is the way it is. Mm-hmm. And so you could uh, hold your head up. Uh, metaphorically speaking, in a knowing that we battled, particularly if the Clippers were then going to represent the West, okay, that that's the deal. It's like BYU basketball. I think they can take a measure of solace in that uh, the team that they lost to went to the Final Four. That's an unusual play-in team. Now, obviously, uh, they got hot, and but there's something that, and maybe you're spinning it a little in that case because it's so early. But this in a seven-game series, if if this thing goes the proverbial tooth and nail right to the end, I think that the, there's some measure that the losing team, whoever it might be, can take. Because last year, both of them blew a 3-1 lead, one in the first, one in the second, right? But still, you blew a 3-1 lead. That's unacceptable no matter what, what round. If you're in the bubble, you're not in the bubble, wherever you are, blowing a 3-1 lead is not good. And so it was hard to take a measure of satisfaction. The Jazz could take it a little bit more because they didn't have bogey. The Clippers, I think, if I recall, they had all their guys, and they still gagged it, basically. So you couldn't really take from something from that. If this thing goes the way most folks anticipate, and it's right to the end, even if you lose, there, there's... I think you can take a measure of uh, the as valiance a word of the valiant uh, competition that you put up. It would still suck. I get all that, but if you go if if you and it's the same thing for the Clippers. If they lose in four or five, ah, same old. You change the coach. Blah 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 blah. As opposed to scrapping, and it's a game seven, yeah, and yeah. you have like game one. You have the ball and a chance to tie. And, yeah. That's the way I look at it. Maybe because I don't look at, I don't get caught up in winning and losing as much. But that's what I look at. Like last night, Michael Malone, he's furious. The Nuggets rolled over. They rolled over and played dead. It was it was like a scrimmage there in uh, the Suns Arena. It, it, it was crazy. I, I I'm stunned that I just watched Denver roll over the way they did. They provided no resistance whatsoever. When that kind of thing happens, I just think that in the back of their heads, a lot of guys are like, they came into the series with hope, and now Chris Paul is healthy, and they know they're just outgunned. It comes back to Jamal. They're missing Jamal Murray. I don't think it's so much Chris Paul. I think if Chris Paul wasn't playing, or if he was playing as a shadow of himself, the Nuggets would play like they had hope. Maybe maybe they they, they lack hard if that's the case. Because that should be know, irregardless. When you, it should be. It no. should be out in their theoretical. But when you know... No, they were up beat. double digits at halftime in game one. And they knew then. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I think they rolled over. And they quit. At halftime of game one? No, I'm taking speed last night. Just last night, okay. No. No, they quit last night. They shouldn't have gotten beat. They shouldn't have. That I totally much. agree with that. They shouldn't have... But I just think that's guys looking like, yeah, we can't win this series. Because I don't think it happens otherwise. Then you quit. That's, what, that's quitting. That, that's yeah. the definition okay. of quitting. And Milwaukee and the Nets, don't you think the same thing? The Nets uh, are better. teams have come back from 2-0. Or at least make it a series. You don't have to win it. That's what I'm saying. Make you can take a measure of respect by competing. And if you don't compete, then, well, that's completely unacceptable. And you're a loser at that point. You can lose games without being a loser, quote-unquote. <laughs> Somebody's got to win and lose every single game. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. Somebody's got to win and somebody's got to lose tonight. What can Donovan Mitchell do for an encore in Game 2? We will get to that coming up. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 12.80, the zone. DJ PK brought to you in part by Christian Roberts Mortgage. If you're going to work with an expert for your next home loan, you need to connect with the most referred lender in Utah, Christian Roberts Mortgage. They specialize in jumbo loans. Jumbo loans. What's that? That's like uh, over 500? Something like that, yeah. Yeah. Tonight's game two, 8 o'clock, ESPN and the Zone Sports Network. I'm going to watch it, I think. I think you are. What can Donovan Mitchell do for an encore in Game 2? Oh, man, I know very well what he can do. Rick says score 46 points. Top it, baby. Uh, 
He can do that, yeah. Brian says keep doing what he's doing. If it's close to the end, take over and make sure the Jazz don't lose. The star's responsibility. I think he can Curtis Jackson it. You want to explain that? Yes. Now, Curtis Jackson, as you know, he goes by the name 50 Cent. So I think he can post a 50. There it is. And this is the year to 50. How old was Phil when he won the PGA? 50. 50. Yes. Donovan had two in the bubble, right? Yeah, but they sort of don't count. If we're going to criticize the Lakers for winning a bubble championship, <laughs> the bubble as Tal Harrington said, yes. then I think that uh, you can also say, okay, that was a little bit of a fluke too on the scoring and all that. But what do you have, 45 last uh, Yeah, 45. That's not, that is just not a freaking fluke whatsoever. Nothing, nothing about that said fluke. That was real. That was the NBA playoffs that we have known literally for our whole lives. Back to the sellout crowd. Yes. All the chaos. Eric says realize that game one was not the climax of this story and the game two should not be his encore performance. This is only the next next step towards the ultimate goal. But it's the encore for game one. This really has an opportunity to push Donovan Mitchell into areas and levels and regions beyond Beyond what he's already accomplished. Well, beyond, yeah, well, certainly it will, but it's I a think whole, it's a whole beyond new territory. other people, other players. For instance, if he's doing this in the NBA Finals, he gets elevated over Damian Lillard. He gets elevated over... Booker. Booker, sure, I guess, right. if you want to go. I don't know that Booker's done a lot. He's scored a bunch of points on losing teams. Right, but... If you were talking NBA Finals, so you have the Jazz winning this series under the theory they do, whether they do or they don't, then it looks like the Suns are going to handle the Nuggets. So Booker or Donovan will have a chance to elevate themselves over the other guy. Because the whole, you haven't done it on the big stage, well, one of them is going to have to win the West. And the whole theory about, oh, you don't have any uh, playoff experience, which I think that argument carries some legitimate weight. I, I buy that to a degree. But you'd have two teams where Conley and Paul have experience, and I guess you'd have um, uh, Jay Crowder also in Phoenix, but mostly they wouldn't have it. Well, you, you only, Certainly the you only buy it. it until you can't buy it. Right. But you couldn't buy it in that series because there wouldn't be enough experience for it to really But the Jazz have zero championship experience except... And you can go to 1280 The Zone here shortly or KSL at about 1030. And you can find out the secret weapon who has championship experience. What kind of experience? Championship experience. Yes. And his name, you know him, my future golf partner, Dwayne Wade. I brought that up with certain somebody that can make that happen and mentioned that you wanted to play with them, and they said, we will make it happen. He, All right. He has three. He's got 13 All-Star appearances, eight times All-NBA. Guy's freaking going to host a game show. I know. This guy's The a, Cube. The Cube. That's on TNT, right? This guy's uh, – it's amazing. I mean, he's going to – whatever he did as a player, which is done now, yeah. is incredible, and it's – but is, he, be there but forever. is he getting ready to top it? He is. I think he is. That's where I was going with it, yeah. And I was surprised yesterday, and go back if you haven't heard the Joe Ingles thing, talking about how Dwayne Wade is in the locker room, he's over here, he's over there, he's basically Johnny Cash, he's everywhere. And that surprised me. I, You know, when he said, when, Jane, when Dwayne Wade said, I want to be hands-on, you know, I think the league rule, to be a minority owner, you have to have at least 1% or 2% somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. I thought, okay, you know, because I don't see Shaq running around in Sacramento, or I don't see Grand Hill in Atlanta. Now, we see Jordan with the Hornets, which I'm not sure is a good thing, <laughs> because it seemed like they've sucked forever. Uh, but I kind of thought it would be more a symbolic, a financial investment. We see a lot of players buying soccer, buying into soccer teams, mm-hmm. whether it's uh, stateside or across the world. Well, they, yeah, people are telling them, uh, or they're figuring out themselves, this is something to invest in. This is a growing thing that you can make money in all this stuff. Put your money in that. It's like you know real estate or whatever. I get that, but I don't know that they're sitting there uh, on the sidelines 
kids on the pitch uh, of games. And, but we've seen Dwayne Wade, and then Joe says it, and then somebody, I think uh, Ben Anderson asked him about it uh, yesterday on the Zoom call, and he's going on where Quinn's talking about he's texted Dwayne and he's gotten input. So that that's their link, man. That's why they can do it this year, because of Dwayne Wade. April 16th, 2021 was a monumental day in the franchise's history. Little did we know. Yes, the secret weapon. And you can read all about it. Extra, extra. By Patrick Kinahan, an award-winning columnist back in the Watchdog. He never gets any run for it. Nobody ever says anything. But, you know, he did win the award. You were there when he found out. Yes. <laughs> and I got to give him a hard time about it. And it's one of my highlights. And it's one of the few things. Your wife, when I see her, I mean, I don't see her a lot, but I see her some. And she never talks about the show. Except after that, she's like, I'm so glad you gave him a hard time about that award and his whole junkyard dog thing. I won the award. I don't win awards. I'm a junkyard dog. But like Marlon Brando, I didn't accept it. (laughs) (laughs) You got to keep the edge. Speaking of Marlon Brando, my daughter told me yesterday. Well, this is an interesting segue. Right. Sit back. Where are we going? I have no idea where we're going. She's so she's Honey Junior tells DJ something. Yes. She's graduated from high school. Congratulations. She goes away to college. In uh, mid-August. Oh, that'll be a sad day. Right? And she says, Dad, she's, uh, she and I are the ones in the house who will watch will video, watch you dance with me shows. at my wedding? No. Oh, people, rally around. Stop. What did Honey Jr. say to DJ? <laughs> I don't like this game already. <laughs> I already you brought this upon yourself. No, but you're going to love it because he I said know, Marlon but, Brando. But you leave me right it's there. It's more fun this way. She says, says Dad, no, get on Twitter right now. All right, get on Twitter, David DJ James, fine. What I'm did gonna, Honey gonna, Jr. say to Dad? She's graduating high school. She's going to college in a couple yep. of months. And she's the one who watches video, you know, binge watching shows or whatever. Uh, she she like she likes all that stuff. It doesn't matter she's stage a girl, stage TV, movies, whatever. That tell me a story. She's up for it. She says, if I go to college, I'll watch I'll watch this and it'll ruin it. You and I should watch it. And I said, now. And literally, we sat down and watched The Godfather. She said she wanted to see it. I want to watch it in college with other people. I want to watch it with you now. I'm like, now. Let's do it. Godfather 1? Yep. Yeah, and we're going to watch the second one also. Uh, So this already took place or no? Yesterday afternoon. She said this, and we literally watched it at 4 o'clock yesterday. Ah. (laughs) Turned it on and went, all right, here we go. Or 3 or whatever it was. she feels closer to you. Because it's a family movie, and, and yeah, <laughs> it really is. It so, is. So they get to the. They it just get, brings people together. Yeah. Brings the family. You don't go against the family. <laughs> Every time there was an epic line, I'm like, "You ever hear anyone drop the phrase Sunny at the toll booth?" And she goes, "You drop it." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah." She goes, "Now I know." And Sunny, Sunny at that moment is just laying sprawled. Which, by the way, I looked it up. Uh, it was actually shot at a deserted airfield, and they created the toll road. If you're wondering how they found something in the 70s that could look like the 40s, well, that's how they did it. They went to a deserted airport and created it. And Carlo paid for it, as he should have. Yeah, and she said, while Carlo's kicking out the windshield, he's like, that was, she's like, that was always going to happen. He was a bad guy from the second he got on the screen. <laughs> yeah. And she notices that and looks for that. She doesn't like to watch just the people who are speaking. She likes to watch like the way that and that actor, I, I don't know his name, but that actor, you know, knew who the character was. And even when he wasn't speaking, he carried himself in that way. And she's like, oh, yeah, he was always doomed. Yeah, Bazzini's a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> don't insult my intelligence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And see, that was it. I use that skill a lot in journalism. When I was a hardcore, you go into something and you act like you know, and then they tell you because they think, think you, you know. already know, so not breaking the code and giving it up. Right. Yeah. So Michael did not know for sure, but idiot Carlo gave himself up. <laughs> <laughs> he basically whacked himself. <laughs> yep. Because Michael wasn't a hundred percent sure, but he acted like he did, and then once he got confirmation, get out of my sight. Yeah. He had to go. It's the code. Believe me, I've seen it a million times. Fredo, always weak. 
dropping the gun and, and crying when Vito gets shot? Totally weak. Totally weak. Couldn't get out of the There's car. There's no when he way did, you could have sent him to run the family. It just wasn't going to happen. Oh, after, I don't care that you were over. older. So freaking what? So after it's over, after it's over, I asked, I, uh, I asked my daughter, I said, so any underrated lines in there you really like? Because we've been talking about some of the famous lines, and now she knows how they fit in the story. And she goes, I really liked when, when Vito's having the, the conversation with Michael, and he starts running through all the kids. <laughs> he goes, <laughs> he goes, Fredo. Mm. <laughs> and he didn't even finish the sentence. She says, I love that. You should have called him that. would have dropped everything. <laughs> okay. We got Godfather 2 coming up at some point on another jazz off day at some point. All right. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. So, Yak, you got two tickets burning a hole in your pocket in there? To Paradise? Well, I want to use them, but I'm not allowed to do no, such No, no. Or Vivid Arena. Yes. Two tickets to see the jazz. Oh, and you've waited so long. The jazz and the Clippers. I've had them sitting here for a while. We had four, but we had to take care of a of a teacher. In the last thing, we had two winners, and then we had a third good one right at the end. So, so we got a pair to give away. All right. Two tickets. Who's going to the game? PK, you got a question they need to answer. Yeah, I want to have a little fun here right now, so you can start dialing or get on the app. Give us a joke. Now, it has to be clean, so don't be dirty. It's not going to work if, you do, if you're dirty. We'll bleep you, bump you, whatever, drop you. Drop you. Uh, and not give you the And tickets. you have to include the Clippers. So, like, you know, dumb blonde jokes. And I know that's probably insensitive, and I'll probably get in trouble for that, but it's the only thing that comes to mind. So I want dumb Clipper jokes. All right. 855-340-ZONE is the phone number. 855-340-ZONE. You tell your joke on the air. Or you can send your joke in. Use our app. Use the open mic feature, and then you don't have to sit on hold or anything. You just do your quick joke, send it in, and you all can play it. We'll do that next. We'll give away a couple tickets. we got Bowler coming up at 8.30, Dan Feldman from NBC Sports Pro Basketball Talk at 9.05. And at 8.50, Yak has some, what is this, musical encouragement perhaps? We had a caller yesterday who called in and said, hey, I've got this idea for a song to talk about the jazz and actually works pretty well so we're really gonna, yeah. all right we'll do that coming up about 8 50 dj and pk we're giving away the tickets next your clipper jokes stay with us